Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, friend? Thank you so much for looking at the title and spending a little time with me today. My name's Shaleen. This is The Shaleen Show. We talk about life. We talk about ways to make your life better, easier. We talk about having ADHD, being easily distracted, what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I talk about health, diet, fitness, relationships. It's a show about life and the stages and seasons that we we all go through. The season that we are in currently is that our parents are getting older. Both sets of our parents are still married. They're in their 70s. And Brett's father is battling Alzheimer's. He's stage five. He is currently living with us. And it's an emotional time for us. I decided, well, I've been kind of struggling. Like, should I talk about this on the show? But like, I always talk about whatever it is I'm going through. And I hyper-focus on whatever it is I'm going through and try to talk about it in such a way that I can serve my audience, whether it's me figuring out my gut health, how to fix my brain, (laughs) recovering from orthorexia. Like I I just, I talk about what it is I've been through because I believe in God's purpose and not my purpose, but his. And the things that we go through, I believe once we've got on the other side of it, we're supposed to teach from it. And so I can't say that we're on the other side of this, but there's already been some lessons that I really want to share with you. And And if I can be honest, I just, I need a place to talk about this. And I don't know if social media is the right place, but I think Fridays, whenever it strikes me, I'd like to share what we're going through. Because I know many of you have parents who are boomers and the baby boomers are being ravished by dementia and Alzheimer's. They call it type three diabetes because it literally is that common. Now there is Alzheimer's that is more prevalent If you carry one or both genes and then there is Alzheimer's and dementia that continues to increase and we believe in large part due to lifestyle, due to exposure to toxins, toxins like glyphosate. My father-in-law has one of the genes for Alzheimer's. His father started really declining from Alzheimer's at around age 85. Bob is 75 and he's at stage five already. So his hit much earlier and much quicker. He spent 45 years on football fields, and we know that football fields, and especially public schools, have been saturated with glyphosate, also known as Roundup, weed killer. It's my personal belief that that had to have contributed to his decline, had to have. Anyways, my podcasts have been, some of them recorded in my car, and that's because It's just a little more difficult to record in my home at the moment, given our current circumstances. You might hear a TV on the background right now. Bob really, really enjoys, this is so funny, watching old interviews of himself, like mesmerized. We can put on a football game. Eh, He's kind of into it. Golf. eh. If we play an old interview of him, he just sits forward and he laughs and sometimes he knows it's him and sometimes he'll say things like, I'd say this, that guy right there, that guy right there is smart and he doesn't know it's him, I don't think. If you're curious, like 
what Bob was like just a few years ago when he was coaching my son, Brock. I'm going to put a link to a really cool interview that the two of them did together on YouTube. I'll put a link to that in our show notes because I think you're going to want to know this guy. I believe his life has purpose. I believe that we were, for some reason, meant to be here, obviously, or God wouldn't have this all the stars to align in such a way that we're able to spend this time with him. We've, he's been here now for two weeks. So I want to play for you a recording. I don't even know if Brett knew I was recording. I wasn't planning on talking about the situation. We were talking about something else, and I just kept recording, and it got really real and raw and I just want to share it with you because I think it's life. And I know many of you are going through this or have been through this and you'll be able to relate. But in just two weeks time, I have such a deep, profound appreciation for any and all caregivers. I can't imagine what this is like if it's your spouse. I feel like that would be a thousand times harder than if it's a parent. I don't know because he's not my biological father. He's my father-in-law, but he feels like my father. But I just have so much more of an appreciation for what my mother-in-law went through and she's doing well thank you for those of you who have asked and you know she's living in another state at the moment but we're trying to figure that out it changes every day what he wants changes every day his mood his energy needs what he will and won't do it changes every hour so it's a lot you've got to be on and Brett and I were talking about how much it makes us feel kind of the way we did when we had small children where you can never kind of relax. Like you're always on, you're always on high alert. You don't sleep soundly because you're listening to hear if they're crying and you can't close an eye because they might wander off. They might do something that they don't know could hurt them. And that's kind of the stage that he's in. But he's also at a stage where he wants to be engaged, but that Whatever you're doing usually lasts for about 10 or 15 minutes. So you, you have to constantly be coming up with like new things, new activities, new ways to stimulate, new ways to keep them motivated. And, and that's, it's full time. And it's incredibly rewarding. What's interesting is I know this is probably harder on Brett emotionally, but I've become the emotional one in a sappy oh my God, I love him so much kind of way. Like I can't think of him and not start crying. It's not a sadness. I just think he's, oh. You know, it reminds me of one of my uncles who died of Parkinson's. And we heard that when he was a young man, he was really scary, had a mean temper and people feared him. And he was known to get in fistfights and he he was just kind of like a scary dude. By the time I was old enough to have recollection of him, he was already starting to have signs of Parkinson's and he was gentle and he was quiet and he was sweet. He was so, so sweet. And I remember all of my relatives saying he wasn't like that as a young man. He was like a scary dude. And that's what everyone tells me about Bob. Now, I met Bob when I was 21 years old. And yeah, he was, I guess, a very intimidating character, but I was never intimidated by him. I thought he was looked like an older version of my husband. And I've never been intimidated by anyone. So I wasn't intimidated by him. And I think we shared a mutual respect for each other because of that. And my respect for him grew every single time I met a young woman who would say, I had your father-in-law for this class or that class. Every young woman I ever met said he was so respectful and gave me so much confidence and belief in myself. And he was 
so kind to me. And, and every young man I've ever met, because he's coached thousands and thousands of players, they all say the same thing. Oh, he kicked my ass. He taught me how to be a man. He didn't care who you were or how good of a player you were. If you weren't for the team, if you were self-centered, don't let the door hit you in the rear end on the way out. He didn't care. He wanted people to stand together with their team and be good, upstanding role models. He didn't have any patience for talking back or he was completely intolerant for egos and any of that stuff. And, and so he really taught young men to be young men. And there was zero tolerance for anything but the best behavior. And he was just a real sweetie and softie with all the women and the girls, and he's still that way. It's crazy how with him living with us, he just, it's, he compliments everything that I do. The other day I showed him a rainbow and he looked up at the sky and he said, who did that? And I said, God. And he goes, yeah, probably, but I mean, he had to have some help. <laughs> I'm like, well, he probably did have some help. And then he told me how beautiful I've made the ocean look that day. He goes, you just keep it so clean. You, I mean, it just looks so good today. You just keep it so nice. I'm like, well, thank you. And so now I'm taking credit for the clean ocean in front of our house. But every day he just is super complimentary no matter what I ask him to do because I'm always asking him to do like little cleaning things because that's part of his essence. That's part of what he loved to do is to stay busy. So he probably thinks I'm a freaking slave driver because I'm like, hey, Bob, do you want to vacuum this? Do you mind wiping this down even though it's already been wiped down? Because he's like, yes, absolutely. I got it. Give it to me, you know, because he wants to be helpful. And that's what makes him thrive. And too many people just allow their Alzheimer's family members to just sit. And I understand sometimes you don't have the ability, the know-how, the resources, the time to keep them motivated and active. But if you can... Some great books I refer to them and they're in the show notes are Creating Moments of Joy, Speaking Alzheimer's, The 36-Hour Day, and there's a great series on YouTube called Care Blazers. Yeah, that's a really good series too. Anyways, this next piece is from Brett and I kind of talking about where we are today after two weeks of full-time care. And again, like I said, I think it's harder on Brett, but if you listen to this, you're going to hear me getting pretty weepy. and. It isn't because it's hard on me. It's because it just, I cry openly when I am moved and this man moves me and I feel so blessed by God that we have this time. I don't know how long it will be. I don't know what will change tomorrow, but this has been a godsend. All right, here we go. You know, you're saying it's like a slow goodbye. That's true. But I have the memories with him, and I'm good with those. And I know that I'm taking care of somebody that's not him. Mm. Like, I'm already to the point where, like... But don't you also see the pieces of him that are him? A little bit. A little bit? A lot. A little bit. Every now and then. I just know that... Hey, I got to coach with him for 19 years. 18 mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Wow. I get to coach my son to a state championship with my dad. Mm -hmm. I'm good. That's crazy. I mean, like Rob looked at me after the, the first one. What's that mean, the, the first one? The first championship at Anaheim Stadium. You know, because he always drove with me to the games. And he walked out and he said, I will never get to experience this. Oh, that's going to make me sad. 
first of all, he goes, I don't know if my kids are going to play quarterback. I don't know if they'll win CIF. But to win it with all of us and my your your son just won it with all of us. Uh. He goes, dude, I can't even imagine. Uh. You know, and then the next year we win it with all of us again, but we won state. Like how I can't I can't top that. That senior year, I appreciated that so much. That last like six games, I like, dude, I was like, I just took it all in. Because I knew what was coming. I did. I knew what was coming. So I've kind of known this was happening for a long, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just, yeah, he he started missing stuff. I mean, when do you think he started taking Omega? He's never even taken an Omega-3. Until he started living with us. Yeah. I've got him on Omegas every day. He, he, so I've been taking Omegas for five years, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been taking this stuff. So, I mean, and I look at him and I'm like, he's 75. So, McGar was 83. So, I'm like, if it's in my DNA to get it and maybe I get it at 84, 85, I'm then... I'm good. 85? I'll see all my grandkids born. <laughs> yeah, they'll start early. I can't worry about that. I, I, I gotta worry about making sure my life is... Our life is fun as <laughs> That's all I care about. I really do. As bad as I was at gambling, I am really good at investing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. We've multiplied our money so fast. So it's like, I'm like, let's just spend it and have fun. Yeah. And I keep getting healthy as best I can, you know? Yeah. Do the little things and test. I should probably do a spec in three or four years. It's just how I'm one of the few people who always stood up, always stood up to him. To my dad? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because I didn't know his reputation. Yeah. And he always respected you for that. Like, you were his first daughter. Does he still, like, when you talk to him, does he still... Oh, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, that he respects you and, like, he understands, like... He knows you're not f***ing with him and you're yeah, helping him. Yeah, totally. He, you know, I think that... I didn't know his reputation, I, and I wasn't intimidated by his reputation. So, when... You know, when we we were having our issues, like, with gambling and stuff... Yeah. I'd be like... I don't know who the f*** you think you are, but here's what's going to happen, Bob. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I just remember like him like in shock and your mom in shock. And I'm like, here's what's going to happen. And I remember him like just kind of looking at me like, oh, whoa. I'm I'm a, I can't run over this one. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's all family. Yeah. Just like, let's brush this under the rug real fast. But he can't wait till Brock and Taylor get married. He He's wants like, to do a wedding like hurry. this weekend. It's cute. He, he keeps on asking me about Roman, which is awesome because here's the deal. The way I look at it, 
is I can tell him that Roman's a great guy and Taylor's a great girl. And I'm hoping that like sinks into his brain that my grandkids are marrying good people. That's like the way I look at it. Cause he's never going to know. He's never going to understand the wedding or anything, you know? It's so good. I just think he's so sweet. He's always so complimentary to us. He's like that he doesn't have his brain, but he's so nice to us. He's so complimentary. He's so nice. You just can't believe how how great I matched everything in the kitchen and how nice I made the rainbow. <laughs> And the sky, and how clean I kept the ocean. Everything's clean. <sighs> you just see how, what his essence is. Yeah. I just wish I, I hope I have that essence. <sighs> okay. I love you so puffy tomorrow. I love you. I love having him with us. I really do. I know we can't have him forever, but I love having him with us right now. <laughs> He's such a reminder of what's important. <laughs> I know it's hard for you, but it's so it's so special. Oh, I, I I know how special it is. I wouldn't have flown over there to get him if I knew, if I didn't feel it. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a good guy. Just like Rocco. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.